Our hearts are ready. We are ready to hear. Stand to your feet. Let's give this guy a round of applause. Steve. Rad. Hello, everybody. It's good to see everybody. It's good to see lots of people here. And um, I'm blessed to be here too. So, um, yeah, thank you. I, um, just before I get started, I... Um, <laughs> This, uh, this, this was a little bit difficult, this one, this sermon. So, um, you know, I just wanted to start out saying a couple of things. So, like, you know, it, with the mood of tonight, like, I've, it, it, it hurts to see people going through tough things, really tough things, and um, especially when people are close to you. And um, I just, I know that people are hurting and publicly and privately, and, and it just, it sucks. Like, it just, it does. And um, that, that sort of made this challenging because I really pray about this. And I have to say, God, I want to believe this, but I need your assurance because it's tough. I mean, you see so many things that try to prove it wrong and, and, and prove God's love that isn't real because of what you see around you and people hurting and people, health problems, financial difficulties, sickness, rejection, loneliness, and the list goes on. But I believe, and uh, through no great... <laughs> It, was, it wasn't easy, but I, I truly believe that this is the Word of God, and this is 100% true, and, and I just pray that you receive that as I've received it, and as we can journey through this together. So, um, just, and by the way, I sort of walk around a bit and stuff, so if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but I'm going to do it anyway, because I can't help it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so apologies in advance, but I'm just going to pray quickly, and, and we'll get into it. So Lord, I just want to thank you so much that, that you love it you love us and and when we get together and when we all hear just to see a glimpse of your presence and and to and to feel you and and to learn more about you and to come closer to you lord we thank you that you're here and you join us in and that you love us we thank you that when we stand together that big things can happen and i just lift this the rest of this night to you and i just pray that our hearts are open and our minds are ready to receive so Amen. Brilliant. So I just um, I wanted to title this message. It's called "Love Pursues." And um, I, I had come earlier this morning to church, and I'm like, oh, I've let someone know to like get the cool letters out and stick them out, but I forgot, so it's not out. But um, pursue. It's such an interesting word. I, I anyway, I think it's a really cool word. And um, I don't know if any of you guys know what it means, but uh, if you do, I would encourage you to share with with us. Um, I like interacting with people, so hearing other people, it brings me a lot of joy and uh, makes me feel like I'm actually talking to people. So if you guys know anything about the word pursuit, what it might mean, an example, please just shout it out. Endure? Chase after? Trip. <laughs> That's awesome. To find? Yeah, cool. I like it. So everyone's sort of got a general gist of what it means. I am... Um, sorry? That's right. I like it. Um, I look at the dictionary, so I cheated. And I found, I found a definition of pursuit. I, I looked through a few sites to find something that I really liked, and these are really cool, so uh, get ready to think they're cool. Um, the definition of pursuit is an effort to secure or attain something. And it is the act of achieving a plan an activity or situation, usually over a long period of time. So to pursue something means that you have a plan, 
and you have a destination that you want to achieve and most of the time it takes a really long time to do it, but when you actually do it, it's really awesome. That sounds cool, eh? Like, it's pretty cool. I don't know if you're like gamers or anything, might be a bit of a young thing, but there's like the um, Need for Speed Hot Pursuits, like car game, and uh, you know, you just basically play as police and chase bad people, or you get away from the police, and it's pretty cool. But they pursue each other, and they achieve and attain a goal, and that's what life's all about. And um, so often in church, you sort of hear about, oh, you know, um, to pursue God, we need to get our hearts right, and we need to serve, and we need to be longing after God always. And that is true. Like, I'm not saying it's not, but uh, what I wanted to talk about tonight is how God is actually, throughout all of history, has been pursuing us as human beings. And um, to pursue something, you have to trust that it's worth it. Does that make sense? So if you pursue something, you've got you to believe in it. So if you're going to set an, a plan and you're going to have this long-term goal, you've got to believe in it. And so all around the world, people are pursuing things. Um, I love sport. I love cricket. I love basketball. I love most things that don't have tennis rackets. Um, and when these, when these people play sports competition, it's often in the pursuit of being the best. So they often are looking to win some sort of um, championship, trophy, all of the above, gold medals, because the Olympics is coming up. Um, but they believe, they commit daily to hours of exercise because they believe that they're pursuing something that's going to be worth it in the end. And they don't stop until they get there or they don't get there. Um, but the same can be said just about our own lives. And I'm a university student and uh, it's been great and not so great all at the same time. And, um, but I believe I'm pursuing a degree because I value it. And often throughout people's lives, we, we pursue things. And sometimes we don't pursue the right things. Sometimes we pursue temporary highs. And uh, I'm maybe the only person that's done it, but I have. And we pursue things that we shouldn't, but because we think that it's worth it, we do it. Well, I do it. Okay. Cool. So, um, but... The Lord is pursuing us, and even if we don't love Him, He loves us. So this pursuit that God has placed since the beginning of time is about bringing us and getting us to Him. And uh, I'm going to open the word up to uh, Romans 5, which I've bookmarked with this cool sticky note. And uh, this is my favorite chapter ever in, that Paul has written and that anyone else has ever written. This is my favorite chapter in the whole Bible. So if I talk about it a lot, um, it, sorry, because... I just think it's really cool. And what we're going to do is we're going to pick it up from verse 6. So Romans chapter 5, verse 6. And um, it talk, the title of the chapter is Peace and Hope. And they're awesome. I think that's really cool. So Romans chapter 5, 6 says, You see, at just the right time, when we, us, when we were still powerless... Christ died for the ungodly. So very, and it goes on to say, very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person. Though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. So, like, if you love someone dearly, like a partner or your family, and you might possibly sacrifice yourself for them, yeah? Maybe, but that's a, that's a big call. 
And what God did, or what Jesus did, sorry, is he demonstrated his own love for us in that while we were still sinners, and God and sin are two opposites. So basically, God can't be where sin is, and sin... Sorry, I just got myself mixed up. God can't be where sin is. But God demonstrates his own love for us and that while we were still sinners, so whilst, while we were still joyfully not listening to him, he died for us. So, that's crazy. Um, you know, because as a result of this, of this sin, is, is we've, we've distanced ourselves from God and we were born into it. So, uh, if you think you haven't sinned, it's a lie. You have. And we all have. And we don't get a say in it, unfortunately. But it happens. And um, I just wanted to point out that when we sin, it, sin isn't just breaking the law. I mean, breaking the law isn't good most of the time. All the time. Definitely all the time. <laughs> Definitely all the time. It's not, it's not a good thing. Please don't do it. But um, it, isn't just, it isn't just breaking the law because sin was actually... Sin actually existed before the law existed. So before the law was around, sin was around. And, um, and sin is just anything that doesn't represent God's character in us, in our thoughts, and in our words, and in our deeds, is sin. So there's only, there's only two things. There's godly things and there's sin. There's, there's nothing else. So there's no gray area. There's no, it's kind of okay, but it's not. Two things. But God while we were still doing what he doesn't, what he hates. He doesn't hate us, but he, he hates when we do the wrong thing. But he still loved us enough to sacrifice his only son because he loves us. And sometimes we just don't feel like he loves us, but he does. And um, it's cool because God actually doesn't change. You know, throughout all of history and the world, and even just in the last, I'm only 21, and... The world has changed a lot. I mean, I have, a, I have an iPhone 4, and it's like from the Stone Age now because, because there's like 20 different iPhones now, and it's unreal. <laughs> I, I, that's right. It's just like, what? Anyway, I think it's awesome. But in a world that constantly changes, God never does. And um, what's really hard is that sometimes we, uh, we can trust ourselves over God and... And that's where we can get into a bit of trouble and that's where doubt and anxiety and all those things come in. But um, before I go into that part of the message, I actually just like need a volunteer. If, if someone kind of just wants to come out the front, um, any, anyone? Who's out of the back? Is that Bailey? Hey, yeah, come on out, man, that'd be good. Hey, man. How you going, dude? Yeah, it's good, man. Legend. Um, I'd, all I need you to do is you're going to be Jesus. All right? You're, you're one of the most holy people that I know. So um, you're the perfect person because if, if Jesus came on earth, he'd probably look like you. Anyway. Sorry about that, everyone. He, he might not look, but hopefully we get to find out. Um, so, Bailey, all I need you to do... Um, is to just stand there. Yeah? You can do that? You can... Yeah, cool, man. Awesome. So, like, we've got God and, 
and then there's us, and I'm just going to represent the collective others. So there's Jesus, and there's, then there's the rest of us, which will be me. And um, So God doesn't change, but we do. And sometimes we trust ourselves over God. You see, um, in the Bible, from what I've found, there's 42 different verses that say, when God says, trust me, that's 42 times. So usually I've, when I, what I've been told is that if you hear something in the Bible more than once or more than twice, it's really important, so don't forget it. And uh, God said 42 different times just from what I've found, so that there's probably more. Trust me, trust in the Lord. But um, often the world teaches us to trust ourselves and to try and fix things ourselves. And uh, Matthew 26 has a really, really cool passage and uh, it starts in verse 25, and it goes for a little while. Um, it says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor, and Solomon, by the way, is on record for the being the wisest dude in earth, on earth. So um, he's very significant. So not even the wisest person on earth in all his splendor was dressed like one of these flowers. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. This is the cool part here. So, yeah, get excited. This is, if you didn't like the other verses, this one's good. So it says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. So seek God's kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself, and each day has enough trouble of its own. You see, it, God isn't, like, making, like, you know, any tricky, like, poems or, you know, using, like, a cipher or anything. Like it's, he says, seek first my kingdom, so seek me first, and everything in life that you need will be given to you. But you see, you know, God doesn't change. So God's over there, and we'll be over here, and something will happen. And we'll be like, oh man, I just need to change this. And I'm in so much like trouble with like my finances and relationship breakdowns. And what am I going to do about it? And then God's over there. And we're like, oh, where's God? I need God. And God, please come and I need your help. And we're not even looking the right way. Like, have you ever felt like that before? Where you get so worried about stuff that you, and you're trying to fix so much stuff that it just overwhelms you. You see, and, we, and we, we do it all the time because we've been taught to and it's just who we are. We're humans and we fail. And yeah, and, and so we look in the wrong direction and, and we try and fix things by our, on our own bat and sometimes it'll get worse. So we'll try more and so we'll sort of just go over here and we'll just be like, oh, I think I have the answers but I don't know and my brother's in hospital and I can't fix him and... I'm, no one, I can't trust anybody and I just need God and, and we keep walking sort of this way and um, 
don't really have much further to go, so I'm going to stop right there. And God's over there, and he doesn't change, and he's still the same today, always, future, has been for thousands of years and will be forevermore. He's still over there, and then, but we still, we still try and fix it by ourselves. And it's really cool, because in Matthew, God tells us, instead of worrying about those things, how about, how about you just come to me, and, and you'll be given everything else, and I'll give you everything that you need. Amen. Thanks for that. You can sit down. Thanks for that. I really appreciate it, man. Um, you understand, though, hey? Yeah, cool. Good, glad I wasn't a waste of time, although I haven't talked to you yet, Bailey, so it's good to see you. Um, seeking his kingdom. How we do that? So God says, seek my kingdom and my righteousness, and I will give you everything that you need. But, like, how do we do it? Like, how do, you, how do you, like, look for a kingdom that you can't see? Anyone know? No? Through his word. That's cool. Oh, nice one, Michael. Thank you so much for being someone that said something. I appreciate it, man. I really do. Prayer? Faith? It's cool. And you see, I think we kind of, we sort of, there's a, there's a question that some of us can, most of us can answer, you know? But it's so true. And um, it's not a magic ticket, which kind of sucks. But um, God tells us to. And if we have faith, he will provide. But sometimes he doesn't provide in the way that we like it. Because, you know, when you see someone that's unwell, you want to see them get better. And if you see someone that's hurting, you want to see them get well. And if you're hurting, then you want to get well. You want to feel better. You want to be lifted up. But sometimes God doesn't make things happen to us, but he lets us go through them because he loves us. He never gives up on us. And he wants us to draw closer to him. And... um. It's easy to, to focus on the wrong things. But, um, but God calls us to, to something bigger than, than this. He calls us to something bigger than being afraid and being anxious and, and questioning Him. He gives us the answer. To seek that out, that, that's, that's where the, the rubber hits the road. But um, He gives us these instructions and He makes a way for us to be able to follow this because he loves us with a love that we, we just simply, simply can't understand. And um, I don't really want to take up a whole much, bunch more of time, but um, if the music team would like to come up, that'd be really cool because I just want to finish on a couple of things. Um, most things that we see today in the world isn't how God intended it to be. You see, there's this cool world, this cool word, sorry. Word, the world's pretty cool too. But um, there's this cool word, paradox. And, and most things in the world are actually paradoxes to what, to what God had intended them to be. And paradox is basically the opposite of something. And um, most, things are, most things are all backwards, you know. We see someone do the wrong thing or someone hurts us and the world says we should hurt them back. Or the world says we shouldn't forgive them because they did something to us 
that really hurt. And, and God says, no, I love them. Forgive them, clothe them, be with them. And um, I don't know if, if many of you guys watch the news, but most of the time I hate watching the news because it's depressing. <laughs> and it's just, it just seems to be that you can't escape all, that, all this bad stuff that's happening. And um, there's, there's tragedies and um, there's hostile religions. And um, one of my friends said to me once, and I think this is really cool, and I hope that you can take this away with you. Um, all of the religions in the world, all of the man-made religions are about mankind trying to please a god or gods of some form. So you look at all these other religions around the world and even in our community, people are serving and um, there's this deep longing in their heart that they need to please some superior being and they constantly can't get there. And so then they set these, there's these, there's these rules and it's all about trying to please a God. But what's really cool about being a Christian, about loving Jesus and, and being in relationship with Him and believing in Him and having faith in Him is that Christianity is all about God chasing after us. You see, everyone else is striving towards this unattainable goal and there's an emptiness in your heart when you do that. Knowing that you're chasing after something and you're longing to be filled, but you'll never get there. And so you keep trying. That never works. And how amazing God's love is. He makes a way. He provides everything that we need. He provides comfort and peace and love and that He's actually coming after us. And everything He's done in your life and everything that's happened isn't to break you, it's to bring you closer to Him. You see, in the beginning of mankind, there was a guy called Adam and then there was Eve and then there, there was sin. And um, because of that sin, we were all born into a world that, of hurt and of pain and um, a world that, that constantly chases its own tail trying to find love in just all the wrong places and, and trying to find meaning with emptiness inside but um, just as, as one man as Adam just as his trespasses resulted in all of our failures in condemnation for all people so also one righteous act through Jesus Christ resulted in justification for us all and um, man that's love if, if we've all fallen and God still loves us enough to bring us out man he loves us man like he just even, even when you, you don't think he loves you or you just you can't picture it or you see so much hurt that it just is a foreign thought. Man, he loves you, like, just so much. <laughs> and and um, I really wanted to encourage you guys with that. And I just pray that you can come into 
to reflect on that, that, that God is, is chasing after you. And I pray that in the coming time, you'll find clarity in that and that you'll find peace in knowing that he's coming with you on the journey, even if you don't want him to, even if you don't feel him there, as he said tonight, he's there with you and he's doing it with you and he's made the way before you. And nothing, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That's good news.
Great word. Great word. I want to sustain this attitude of prayer, but they've talked about God pursuing you, running after you. And there are some people here tonight who have been running from God. And He's pursuing you. He's running after you. Because He's He knows that you're in desperate need for Him, of Him. You are running from Him and He is pursuing you. And His word for you tonight is stop. Stop running. What are you running from? Stop it. You've got this stuff going on in your life. It's time to hand it over. Stop running. What are you so afraid of? God just says, I want the best for you. Some of you are holding on to the garbage and the baggage. He just wants to show you he loves you. Stop running. Some of us here are holding on to baggage, holding on to hurt, holding on to pain. Holding on to stuff. And you have no idea the pain you are causing the people around you. It's not just about you. Stop running. Stop running. Stop being so selfish and holding on to it and hurting everyone around you. Stop running it's about God's kingdom we're a family we represent God his love to each one of us it's meant to be expressed through us stop running God is pursuing you his love is pursuing you Stop running. Allow His love to just enfold you tonight. Let go of the pain that you've been holding on to. Because it's not just about you. It's hurting your relationships. It's hurting your family. It's hurting your marriage. It's hurting your friends. It's hurting those that are yet to know Christ because you want to hold on to it. Stop running. God, as we sing this song again, we acknowledge our desperate need for you. We are running, but we're running towards a cliff and you're running after us saying, stop running. Stop. It's not safe. We need you, God. Our families need you. Our relationships, our workplace. And God, there is stuff 
here we need to repent of that we've been holding on to hurt and baggage and it's not right it's not healthy so tonight as we sing again we're going to let it go we're going to say I'm so sorry that I've held on on to that hurt I'm sorry I've been running from you God I actually trust that you want the best for me that you want the best for my family. You want the best for my, my relationship with my, my uh, wife or husband. You want the best for me and my kids. God, I'm choosing to stop running right now. As we sing this song again, we acknowledge our desperate need for you. And we acknowledge that we've been running and we are now going to stop. God, it's like a picture of you just standing there with arms open and God just gives you a big hug. I'd like us just to sing that song again. And I know there are people hurting here. And I know there are people holding on to that hurt who need to let it go. Stop running. God is pursuing you because you need Him. invite you to come and stop running.